Welcome to the teaching ministry of Steve Franklin. Steve's calling is to coach champions in the kingdom of God. Our prayer for you as you listen to this word of encouragement and instruction is that you'll be built up in your faith and encouraged to take the next step in your development as one of God's true champions. Here's Steve. Well, let's turn back to our foundation passage here in Genesis 1. You don't have to go far. Genesis 1, we've been talking about the blessing of God. The blessing, your God-given advantage. We talked about the nature of the blessing in week one and two. And then we begin to talk about how to connect with that blessing. How to connect with that blessing. We've talked about uh, Joshua. We've talked about the covenant children and uh, how that blessing reveals itself. Just by way of review, Genesis 1:27, God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. Then, first thing he did after he created them, then God blessed them. And God said to them, that word bless is the Hebrew word barak, and it means to bow. It means to adore. You know what it literally means in street language? It means that God, when he created Adam and Eve, he looked at them and he said, I adore you. I adore you. I adore you. So many of us as God's children do not have revelation of how our Father feels about us. The affirmation of the Lord is inherent in the blessing then he said to them be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth I'm going to give you the ability to produce do you know that part of the blessing is receiving affirmation from your father and part of that blessing is receiving God-given ability that you can't work up you can't train it you can't Get it through your mind. It comes from your spirit. And there is imparted by God this blessing that affirms and it gives supernatural advantage. It gives you God-given ability. I am operating today in God-given ability. You don't know what's been going on with me the last 16 hours. The, the ability of God, God-given Ability is the part of the blessing of the Lord. Now, notice what else he said. Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. Oh, wow. In a perfect environment, there was something that not only did I'm, I'm going to give you ability to produce, I am going to give you authority, have dominion over the fish, over the birds, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Remember, the serpent moved on the earth, didn't he? So inheriting the blessing was the authority to overcome. Affirmation, I adore you. That's what your father's saying to you. Especially in these New Testament days in Christ Jesus. He's blessed you with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You in Christ? Every one of the blessings of Christ belong to you. Ephesians 1, check it out. 
the ability, supernatural, God-given ability, more than the natural can produce, and supernatural authority. We studied uh, two or three weeks ago, we studied the first chapter of Joshua. How does, how does that, how do you connect with that blessing, that ability, that, that, uh, that favor, that, uh, that authority, that affirmation? We saw in Joshua, the first thing God said to him is, Moses is dead. Remember what we said about that? Moses, look, Joshua was not an idiot. He knew that by fact. But God was say, say, saying to him, you have got to sever your emotional dependence on your spiritual father and understand that he's with me now and go on to the assignment that I've given you. My assignment here is going to be over one day. So is yours. Do what you can do to help those under your authority to learn how to carry on their assignment when you're gone. Because you ain't going to be here forever. Amen? Moses had gone to be with the Father but God had to have a meeting with Joshua, chapter 1 of Joshua, and say, Moses is dead. He's with me. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to take, and then he spelled out the land. It was the land of Canaan that God had promised Abraham hundreds of years before. And as long as you operate, this land is yours. But you've got to understand three things. Number one, I'm with you wherever you go. Number two, this is a partnership. This is not a dictatorship. This is a partnership. Every place where the sole of your foot will tread, I've given to you. You've got to get moving. You can't stand there and wait on me to say, there's the land. You can't, lay, you can't wait on me to lay out the Hittites for you and say, okay, just go over there and get all the booty. Now, this is a partnership. So you've got to put your foot down. You've got to take authority. You've got to go into that land. What will do what? Proving that you have faith in my word. And you can't let that word depart from your mouth. Keep it in the midst of your heart. Can I tell you something? You're going to have a wreck if you don't, if you don't keep the word of God in your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. You're going to have a wreck. Because that is the application and that is the truth. And those are images and, and visions that God is going to give you through the meditation on and the speaking of the Word of God. And that's how you release the authority of God. That's how you release the blessing of God. Why in the world did we just have a prayer over here and bless somebody? The blessing of God is transferred through the spoken Word. The church has forgotten that that's done so many times through spiritual leadership. So many times. But it's also done as you walk out your day in your realm. God's given you authority and headship in your realm to partner with Him. You've got to put your foot down. You've got to go on over there and partner with me. And then last time, we, we, we saw in Deuteronomy chapter 8 how God said to the children of Israel, 
under the direction of Joshua, I want you to understand that I'm about to lead you into a good land. For 40 years I led you in the wilderness to humble you. Now, saints, if you're not careful, you will think, oh, why did God, why did God send them out there to put a whooping on them? Why did he do that for? He didn't. Don't you remember the only reason they were there is because in a brief period from when he delivered them from Egypt and blessed them with all the wealth of the Egyptians, he was leading them right to Kadesh Barnea on the land of Canaan. And they decided they didn't believe God. They believed the reports of the spies. And they said, we can't do this. We're not going to do it. And so God said, okay, have it your way. Do you understand that sometimes the discipline of the Lord is nothing more than us reaping what we have sown? Grace is always a higher law than sowing and reaping. Thank God for that. But sometimes the timing of the Lord in His grace will allow us just enough to taste what we have been sowing so that we say, no more. No more. That is so many times the discipline that I receive God's not up there trying to whip me, but sometimes because of that law of sowing and reaping, I have to reap a little bit of what I've sown. And boy, does that get my attention. Can anybody say amen? amen. So that was the condition, that, and God said, I let, I let you hunger, but I fed you. I gave you manna, which nobody had ever seen before, to sustain you. But I did all that because I hadn't abandoned my purpose of blessing you. And all he said was, just don't forget where you came from. Don't forget who the source of this blessing is. Because when you've gone over into that land, remember what he said? When you've built beautiful houses and lived in them. When your silver and your gold multiply. When your flocks and your herds multiply. When all that you have multiplies. Don't Forget it wasn't by your might or your hand that this blessing has come. It has come because of the blesser. And that's not you. That's your father. Don't forget. Don't forget that. God never changed his plan to bless his children. And the word says he didn't ever change his plan because of a promise he made to our spiritual father Abraham. He don't go back on his promises. God give us revelation of the blessing of Abraham, not terminated, but fulfilled and perpetuated in Jesus Christ. There are those who say, Pastor, that Deuteronomy stuff, that is all Old Testament promises for a different people. We live in an enlightened New Testament age now. Can I ask you a question? From what you know about God Almighty, do you think he really is into less in the New Testament, this side of Jesus, than he was then? I don't think so. But when we go back and we look at Adam and Eve, he blessed them and he said, be fruitful and multiply and what? 
take dominion. You've got to take some ground. When he made the promise to Abraham in, in Genesis 12, what did he say? I will bless you and make you great, and you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you. But what do you got to do? You remember that, Jake? First few verses, chapter 12. Get out of this land that you're in now. Get away from this group of family members right now into the land that I'll show you. So you gotta, you got to leave her of the Chaldees, and you got to start heading toward Canaan. The problem with most of us is we get too comfortable where we are so we don't take new ground. Faith is all, never stagnant. It always requires believing God's word and trusting him to partner with him. Without God, you can't. Without you, he won't. It's a partnership. Otherwise, we'd just be puppets, right? So we saw uh, that there's ground to be taken, even with the most godly of, of the Lord's servants. Well, we looked at um, Joshua. I've chosen you. You're my man. You're going to lead these people in the land of Canaan. But you've got to get moving. Every place the sole of your foot treads, I've given you. You've got to step on something. You've got to quit acting like a victim and waiting on your big break. You got to get out there every day and partner with God Almighty and expect Him to be at work when you can't see it. You got to be able to trust, oh God, I see in your word that I am blessed and highly favored. I see your intention for me. I believe your timing is perfect. It's a partnership. It's a partnership. We looked at the children of Israel. You got to move into that land. So here's my question for you today. You want to operate in the blessing of God? Then there ought to be something leaping on the inside of you wanting to take some new ground. And you see, most of the time, we think that to take new ground uh, is, we always look at the external things first. Well, I'm broke, so I've got to take some new ground, and that is I've got to do something about additional income or revenues. It has to do with financial brokenness. To take new ground would mean financial um, blessing. Sometimes we see my body's broken down. I've got to take new ground, and that new ground would be the restoration of order in the cells and operation of my body. Sometimes we look at our relationships and they're fractured and they're broken and there's hurt and there's pain and there's track record of, of failure. And we say, I have got to learn to take new ground so that my, my relationships can be, can, can be restored or the future relationships will not be a disaster. It's easy for us in taking new grounds to, to look at the external things. Here's what I've learned. God always starts on the inside. In wrestling and wrestling and wrestling and wrestling and wrestling, many years ago, you've heard me say this countless times, 
with financial lack. The, finally, the Lord said to me one day, you don't have a money problem. You have a fear problem. Oh, my God, I've been spending all this time fighting the wrong problem. So what do you want me to do? Well, if I were you, I'd deal with the fear. So you're really fearful that I won't come through for you. You're really fearful that things are going to be destroyed and you're going to lose this. See, fear has a lot to do with fear fear of loss. So you really think that what I want to do is cause you to fail and break you up. So you're really afraid that that what you're really afraid of is how you're going to look to other people. Huh? What you're really afraid of is that there are people out there who want you to help them or fix it for them, and you can't do it. I'm saying no more these days. I don't like it. But it's the right thing to do. I had to come to the fact that I was really afraid that I was going to disappoint people. And that was the reason I did certain things, because I was afraid I'd disappoint them if I didn't. I know none of y'all would go that route, but I'm just confessing my sin here. Amen? So here's here's what the Holy Spirit would say to you. Are you sure that the problem on the outside, are you sure you're addressing? I want you to take ground on the inside. I want you to believe in yourself, Daniel. I want you to know that you're my child. You're my son. I called you. I got a mighty future for you. I want you to know I have never forgotten those promises I make to you before daylight every morning. You're my daughter. I want you to know that I love you, I'm for you, but all I want you to do is see what the real issues are. And if the real issues are on the inside instead of the outside, always attacking the outside is not going to bring resolution, is it? So let's go to the Lord and let's say, Holy Spirit, reveal me. I turn me inside out, God, and show me where my real issues are. Is it fear? Is it a lack of love? Have I failed to really receive the love of God? 1 John 4 says, the love of God casts out fear. So whatever fear I have didn't come from God. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Lord, help me to see, is my real issue fear? If so, I want to take some ground here. I'm going to rise up and say, Lord, by the blessing of the Lord that is in me and on me, I absolutely refuse to be in fear another moment of my life. I will fear nobody or no thing. I will not fear sickness. I will not fear disease. I will not fear lack. I will not fear man. I will not fear dissolution. Whatever it is, whatever I'm going through, I'm going to come before you, Lord, and have a meeting. And I am going to ask you to bathe and baptize me in your love so I don't operate in fear. It may be anger. 
Pastor, there's so many things that happened to me in, 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 as I was growing up. I, I was molested, or I was abused, or I was rejected, or I was, I was cut, or I, I was ignored, or I was, I was this or that, or uh, my marriage partner left me, or failed me, or uh, you, you just don't know. Listen, can I tell you something? There is only one who can stop that raging anger on the inside of you. The word says be angry but do not sin. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. The longer anger stays on the inside of you, the more propensity it has to turn into bitterness and bitterness will kill you. It will rob you of every good thing. So Lord, am I, angry? Am, am I angry? Am I bitter? One time the Lord asked me, what would you really like to see those happen to those who hurt you? I didn't even want to answer that question. Y'all don't feel that way, do you? What would you really like to see happen to those guys? Man, I, will, I know right where I was to this day when the Holy Spirit said that to me. I'm done. Oh, buddy. Well, Lord, you know I prayed and I forgave them. I know you did, but you hadn't gone all the way with it, and that's the reason you're still having to carry them. I told you to bless those who persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely. Oh, man, you got to be kidding, right? <laughs> he said, well, Jesus, that's Jesus' words, right? Well, is he Lord or not? Oh, man. Are y'all understanding? You got to take internal ground before you're going to see long-term external ground for the glory of God. And if I've got, uh, you know, uh, a, a, an issue that, that is external, man, if I could just uh, get through this, then, it, no, look. It's probably not a money problem. It is probably not a broken relationship problem. I bet, I bet it's deeper than that, but I bet it's not but one or two or three things, and it's usually pride or fear or anger or blaming somebody else. Now, there may be another, another one on the short list, but those are the biggies right there. How do I deal with rejection? How do I deal with my own pride. I don't need anybody to help me. Oh, yes, you do. Oh, yes, you do. Do you understand that if you, if you operate in pride, that you continue to act like you're self-sufficient, the Lord will let that pride reap its own crop to eventually you say, I need help. So just don't even go there. Just admit you're every day you're dependent on the Lord and ask Him to partner with you. That doesn't mean you don't do anything. It means that you recognize where the source and the victory is. Lord, what is the real unconquered, the true unconquered ground in my life? Is it addiction? 
Well, what is deeper than those choices I make about what are What's deeper? What is the source of those choices? So I've got to apply the grace of God and the truth of God to those choices. And I have to continue to make those choices by the grace of God and, are you with me? And usually that also requires the partnership of other people. It's called accountability. You're never going to succeed in an isolated place. It's not usually what's expected that gets done. It's usually what's inspected that gets done. So let's not be afraid of having other people join alongside us and help us. But they might be disappointed if they knew how I struggled. Can I tell you something? If you go to the right people, they got their own struggles, and they know good and well. If you go to the right people, they're not going to judge you because they know they're broken too. Amen. Amen. I say this over and over again. This faith family right here is not a museum. It's a hospital. So how do I do that? Cry out for greater revelation of the blessing. It's your supernatural ability. It's the affirmation of your Father. He adores you. It's the love of God, the grace of God that it will encourage you. It's the ability of God. And it is that supernatural authority. Can I, I want to say one other thing. Some of you, many of you in this room are business people. I have a heart for business people. You know good and well that every single day of your life, there are external factors that come against you and your success every day. It is essential that you not allow those external factors to accumulate in your mind, but that you continue to go back to your blessing, that you are supernaturally empowered by your Father. He loves you. He is more than a conqueror, and he's going to give you the ability to conquer anything and everything that comes your way. There is no recession. There is no enemy. There is no competitor who can do you in if you will partner up with the right God. Why does it take so long sometimes, Pastor? Well, if you ever understand all the timing of God, would you let me know? Just give me a call. Why does it take so long sometimes? I don't know the full answer to that, but I do know this, that you are forever God's daughter. You are forever God's son. And anything or everything that we go through on this side of eternity is just a snap. It's a breath. And I also know that God is developing on the inside of us an eternal weight of glory. Something that's going to be with you that's developed the rest of your existence, and that's forever. You're never going to be terminated. So the question usually is, the longer I stay stuck somewhere, it seems to me like 
the more stuff God shows me I have that I didn't know I had. Does that ever surprise you? Sometimes the more frustrated I become and the longer I have to wait, the Lord shows me a few other things that I probably need to deal with that I never saw. Y'all will probably say, Pastor, you're a walking wreck. That's all you do is confess your sin every Sunday. <laughs> yeah, boy, it makes me appreciate the grace of God more. You too? I want you to bow your heads with me, and I'd like for you to pray this prayer with me today. Just speak it right out loud. Dear Holy Spirit, reveal to me the real issues that are on the inside. You know how desperately I want to see change on the outside, in my relationships, in my body, in my finances, in everything that affects me. But I'm asking you, if there's something undone on the inside of me, would you reveal to me what it is? I'll be quick to agree. I will repent by the grace of God, and I will walk with you in the light. So shed light on all those dark places in my thinking, my speaking, my behaving, my feeling, and break the power of deception off my mind that I may walk in the knowledge and the power of the truth. And the truth is that I am blessed and highly favored. My heavenly Father absolutely adores me. He is in love with me right now. He is revealing that love to me poured out in my heart by the Holy Spirit. And I, re I believe that in that blessing, I have the supernatural ability to be favored, to overcome any and every obstacle. I have authority over the devil in the name of Jesus. I have authority over every enemy in the name of Jesus. And I hereby declare that the blessing of the Lord is being revealed to me in greater levels is I seek you, O God, and believe in my heart that I am blessed, blessed and blessed, and highly favored in Jesus' name. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Son. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus for this faith family and all who are listening all over now, this country and this world. And Father is just a vessel of impartation Give us all greater revelation of how we can be imparters of that blessing. So Lord, now as a receiver, I just pray blessing over all of those that you've called to listen to this voice. Over all those, O oh God, under this covering, I pray for supernatural blessing. I ask you for wisdom and discernment. I ask you for favor. I ask you for healing. I ask you, O oh God, for mighty strength. I ask you, O oh God, for financial blessing. Bless them with more than they've ever had and increase their ability to handle more of your resources. 
God, I pray for healing and blessing in their relationships. I ask you for new ground, Lord, internally and externally, that brings glory and honor and praise to you. In the precious and holy name of Jesus and all the people said, amen. We'll see you next week. You can access more of Steve Franklin's teachings online at www.sfmin.com.